Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Joining us right now, man, I got to read this guy's bio because it was just well written, well done. He's the premier sports agent, entrepreneur, best-selling author, and CEO of Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment Holdings. He's best known for his work building athletes into standalone brands. He is often credited as the real-life inspiration for the Oscar-winning film Jerry Maguire. Lee has represented many of the most successful athletes and coaches in football, basketball, baseball, hockey, boxing, and golf, including the number one overall pick in the NFL Draft for an unprecedented eight times in conjunction with 62 total first-round picks. With an unrivaled history of record-setting contracts, Lee has secured over $4 billion for his 300-plus pro-athlete clients and directed more than $750 million to various charities around the world. Right now, joining us on The Fan, it's Lee Steinberg. Lee, are you there? Yes. Okay. Thank you. I, I gotta give a raise to whoever wrote that. <laughs> yeah, when I saw him, like, hold on, because you know you can Google some things about you, and I, I was gonna ask if you were still active, but I, I, I got that information. Um, a caller asked to see if you were still active, still out there, willing and, and dealing. Um, so you know, as we bring you into the fan, you are still active. You know, just give us uh, a couple names of uh, the guys you represent and who you're still working with. Um. <clears throat> Well, we have a, a football player that I co-represent <clears throat> named Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, about 15 football players. Uh, at my height, I had 60 baseball players, players like Cece Sebastia and, uh, and Pudge Rodriguez. And, uh, um, but I'm doing a lot of education for younger people that want to break in the field now. Great, man. I mean, you're a legend. It's funny because everybody knows Jerry Maguire and show me the money. And now we're talking about Shohei me the money. The Shohei Otani contract (laughs) is absolutely ridiculous. When you first saw the number, like I'll tell you myself, I was taking a nap because I have a little one and I have to literally try and sleep when he sleeps because he's nuts. Um, So Saturday I'm taking a nap and I wake up to text and they're like, yo, Otani signed. 700 million and, I, and my first thought was how many years <laughs> like, 10 years and i didn't know about the like deferred money until a couple days later but what were your first thoughts when you saw this deal come through well at 700 million dollars it becomes the biggest contract in the history of sports it probably exceeds Lionel messi 
and people in European uh, soccer. So I thought that was pretty stunning. At $460 million, it comes in to the region people thought it would be, which was somewhere between four and $500 million. And the fact that it's uh, deferred means that what counts against the salary, um, what the luxury tax is $46 million instead of 70 So that's a help because... That means that the Dodgers have more elasticity in terms of signing free agents, their own uh, players, and and uh, being able to be aggressive. And by doing that, he sent a signal to everyone that he was serious about winning, and which is why he left the Angels in the first place. So uh, that structure is unusual in that um, what happens is that to evaluate money paid in the future, you have to take the discount rate of whatever inflation is and apply it to future dollars. So it it it's much less purchasing power, but nobody's really going to uh, shed crocodile tears for someone making $50 million a year. Yeah, it's, uh, it's unprecedented. I don't think, uh, you know, so a lot of people were saying, oh, what is this going to do to baseball? Is it, is, it, is there going to be copycats trying to do this? And I'm like, I don't think other guys can do this. Like, you think this is Otani you're talking about. The amount of money he generates globally, the amount of money he makes off the field, he can just collect $2 million a year. Um, and then the CBT hit on the contract people were talking about, around $46 million for the collective bargaining tax. We just came out of the lockout. We just came out of the new CBA being negotiated. What are your thoughts about Major League Baseball, copycat deals like this, the collective bargaining tax, and what this will do um, to the game moving forward? I really don't think we're going to see too many people that can pull this off. Well, as the point you made was a salient one, which is that there is no comparable. It's not like someone else can compare themselves to a player who – not for 2024, but for nine of these years, plays two positions right. at the top level of performance. It's not just that he plays the position, he was the MVP. So he's top of his class to two and enables you to keep one less player. Second of all, he helps the franchise generate money because they'll sell out every time he pitches. So that starts it. Merchandising, he's, uh, I saw that his jersey was going for like two hundred and eighty dollars. Oh yeah, already uh, broke records got, with fanatics. It's it's the, the and, and, fastest and selling out. jersey ever. Right, and so and for the Dodgers, he allows him to do um, sponsorship deals with all sorts of people to penetrate the far east um, and do a worldwide market, and they'll make money in all sorts of ways. Look, the bottom line is that baseball is in the greatest revenue days ever uh, between the television packages, between merchandising, between seat sales. And I remember when I was much younger, baseball owners used to complain all the time that they were having trouble making profit. And mm-hmm. you have—it's been years since you heard a baseball executive say that. Yeah, and even so, coming out of the lockout, when they were trying, a lot of them were trying to like not show what they made and crying broke. I mean, we're now a couple seasons after the lockout. 
I mean, you see the Oakland A's situation, them going to Vegas and whatnot. Baseball is in a very healthy place financially right now. They really are, and um, the television contracts uh, adopt the premise of loss leader bidding. Mm-hmm. So what happens is more money goes in in uh, rights fees than they could ever be recouped in advertising fees, but it helps the network establish viewership for the primetime programming they do by showing all the promos. And uh, in football, it's how Fox Network went from number four to number one. So that market should continue. And um, it uh, it was pretty clear that Otani, living in Southern California, watching the Dodgers every night, um, saw how unique that organization was. Um, I mean, the Angels not only don't have a whole lot of uh, players that are productive, they don't have a farm system. Um, And they probably have one of the weaker farm systems. The Dodgers, on the other hand, turn out a rookie of the year every year. (laughs) And then they sign the top free agents, and they make trades and bring in players, and they're an absolute machine. So a couple things that we, we just talked about, right? Attendance. Without Otani, they lead the league in attendance. I've been out there. They just renovated that stadium because they were supposed to host the uh, All-Star game um, before the pandemic. They ended up hosting it two years ago. It's beautiful. What they've done to Dodger Stadium, the back of Dodger Stadium, is a whole other like hangout area. And then they even have this area that, that they threw a party in the back. So like just Dodger Stadium and the Dodgers alone before Otani – they're the number one ballpark. They they lead the league in attendance. Now with Otani, it's even more. With the jersey sales, Fanatics reported that in 48 hours, two days, it broke the sales of who we've already mentioned, uh, Lionel Messi and his Inter-Miami jersey when he signed with them and smashed his sales. And then as we're talking about TV, and I, and I know everybody's familiar with, like, you know, the Yankees and how the Yankees are on the Yes Network, Apple TV, um, they're on Amazon Prime. They're even on Peacock once in a while. There's just all these different streaming services getting involved. This year, Bally Sports, which is, you know, the largest regional sports network that covers all of these, you know, teams in Major League Baseball, they claim bankruptcy, but MLB is trying to work that out. The Dodgers are on Spectrum Sports Net LA. They have their own channel for their games. So everything was already set up. And that phrase, the rich get richer, is exactly what's going on with the Dodgers and Otani right now. So when the Dodgers came to Los Angeles in 1958, they marketed Los Angeles like it was Des Moines, Iowa. They did back-to-school night and straight-day night and Boy Scout night and Kiwanis night. (laughs) And they built... Oh no! Did we? Did we lose? Oh no, man! We were rolling. <laughs> oh man! Hold on. Let's see if we can get Lee back. We were rolling, man. I feel like we were having a good uh, baseball conversation, and he was turning back the clock a little bit. I know there's some some people listening that are you know Brooklyn Dodgers fans that remember those times. Shout out to uh, Howie Rose who had me uh, read the um, Boys of Summer book. Still haven't finished it, but I got enough of it down to get some of the history of uh, you know what was back then with Ebbets Field and the Dodgers and Jackie Robinson. And then when you think about what the Los Angeles Dodgers are now, what? Like, I can't imagine being old enough to have seen the Dodgers in Brooklyn 
and then what the franchise is now with Shohei Otani, a $700 million baseball player, and everything that we're outlining right now from the TV to the attendance to the jersey sales to the international marketing. You know, when we watched the Yankees go to the Big A, Angels Stadium in Anaheim, it was so obvious when, when Shohei is pitching, it's even bigger. But when Shohei comes up to the plate, it's like, oh, it's, 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 so, it's such star power. And all of the um, changeable advertisements, whether it's digital, whether it's something that someone's got to manually push, they switch to Japanese script. It's some type of Japanese product because the Japanese audience is tuned in. They don't miss an Otani game. They don't miss an Otani start. They don't miss an Otani at bat. And now that goes to the Dodgers who already have Mookie Betts, who already have Freddie Freeman, a bunch of other guys. I'm so excited for this baseball season. I can't wait to go back to Dodger Stadium. I would have went out there last year when the Yankees were there in June uh, if I wasn't on diaper duty. Okay, Lee is back. Lee, are you there? Yes, I don't know what happened, but uh, probably, probably somewhere between Newport Beach and California and New York. Uh, <laughs> something the in the air. Signal, I think the, the Dodgers were like, hey, cut it. You guys are talking about Brooklyn and what we used to do. and <laughs> Enough already. <laughs> the very first game I ever remember watching was the 1955 World Series in the Dodgers and the Yankees. And my dad was from uh, New York, and he rooted for the Dodgers. But what I was trying to say was that Los Angeles was marketed by the Dodgers like it was Des Moines, Iowa. They had back-to-school nights. They had straight-A nights. They had Kuana and Boy Scout nights. And Vince Scully's voice in transistor radios meant that the concept became going to a Dodger game, no matter who they were playing going to a Dodger game no matter who's pitching. And so they've got this lifelong loyalty in Southern California. And they already have the best attendance in baseball, but it'll be even better. Yeah, because there will now be this influx of um, the Japanese that come there specifically for Otani. I've seen it here in Yankee Stadium. Whenever Shohei Otani's here, Yankee Stadium sells out, but whenever Shohei Otani's here, there's people with signs and Japanese flags and his face on their shirts and there's just like this mania around him I was you know filling time talking about how when he comes up to bat it's like the stadium comes alive and you know when we saw Aaron Judge chase 62 home runs we got to see what it was like for like the live cut in you know they're interrupting uh college football they're interrupting golf to show Aaron Judge his pursuit of history it's like they do that with Otani just for his first at-bat of the game for the Japanese well, audience. Right, and there's a large Japanese-American, um, not Japanese national, Japanese-American population in Southern California. Always has been. So, um, um, I mean, I live near Anaheim Stadium relatively, and and I paid to go see Otani several and, uh, it's it's really uh, going to be amazing, and the Dodgers are not done yet. They're going to sign more players. They their pitching was so delete, uh, uh, deleted last year, yeah. depleted. It was unbelievable. They lost Walker Bueller. They lost uh, uh, Arias. They lost uh, Dustin May. They yep. lost uh, Rick Tony Gonsolin. Yep. Yeah, Tony Gonsolin. They 
they just got wiped out. And, you know, Kershaw's getting older. And he couldn't do it. Um, you think they signed Yamamoto? I've been kind of on this whole Yamamotani thing here. I know people don't love it in New York because Yankee fans want him, Mets fans want him. But I'm like, why wouldn't he? The way that this deal is structured, where Otani is only taking $2 million, and the way that we're hearing that this kid wants to win and also wants to play with another Japanese player, there ain't a better one to play with. There ain't a better team to join. Why wouldn't Yamamoto sign with the Dodgers? And you're right. So players are influenced during free agency by where other players are signing. And, um, you know, it makes a difference. Now, he might not want to be in the shadow of Otani. That might be a consideration. But given the fact that the greatest marketing event in baseball is the World Series performing dramatically there, and that gives you a national following, uh, that's the whole goal of this. And, and, uh, so I, I think there's a, a good chance. Remember one other thing. The Dodgers are not like other ownership groups. They, in essence, are owned by a hedge fund, which produces inexhaustible amounts of new money every day. And so they don't have the financial challenges that an individual owner, uh, might have. Yes, yeah, I mean, they've been going for it for years. From I just remember Magic Johnson coming in and talking about how they were going to go for it and how they were going to spend and how they were going to do things. And then even looking at that show, that Shohei Otani press conference that 70 million people tuned in to watch yesterday, I'm like, like this is what they do. Like They bring in players, but now they've brought in the player, the arguably greatest player we've ever seen, and other players are going to want to sign there. It's a long winter. Uh, man, it's it's crazy. I'm, I'm excited for it, even though I'm I'm rooting for a Yankees-Dodgers World Series. I was just saying that that's Major League Baseball's dream. The most money they can make is a fall classic where we're flying from New York to L.A. and uh, it's it's Dodgers-Yankees, and with the Yankees getting Juan Soto, I, I don't know. I would love for it to be this year, but we know that's not how it happens now with this new uh, – quote-unquote, crapshoot and this extra team in the wild card and these new rules, you end up getting Arlington versus Phoenix in the um, in the World Series. Yeah, wasn't that interesting? I, I'm sure that the people in um, the corporate offices of uh, the networks were um, falling off their chairs when they saw that pairing. <laughs> okay, last thing I got to ask you. Um, I don't know how I landed on it. But maybe a week ago or a couple weeks ago, and I even had a caller tonight that dropped off because, you know, we're talking about different things. I I spoke on Warren Moon and how I feel like Warren Moon isn't celebrated enough. When I was a little boy, I remember going to the uh, little library section that had, you know, athlete books. And I remember pulling out the Warren Moon book and reading about, you know, him uh, going to school out there in L.A. and, uh, you know, him going to play for the Eskimos in Canada and not getting a fair shake. But, like, now with the state of the NFL, Patrick Mahomes being one of them, uh, guys like C.J. Stroud, Dak Prescott, um, there's so many prominent black quarterbacks. It's just a regular thing. We don't even think about it. But I feel like Warren Moon doesn't get his proper due. He doesn't get celebrated enough. And I know you have a relationship with Warren Moon. Can you speak to our audience about him and about his time and what he did? So it was 1978. And at that time, there was a fair amount of skepticism about the capability of uh, 
black athlete playing the so-called thinking positions in pro football. I mean, it seems ridiculous now, but it was ridiculous then. But at any rate, um, so Warren, instead of signing and get, waiting to get drafted, signed in Canada. The people that, in scouting asked him to change his position. Would he be willing to play running back? And I asked him once, he said, no, I was born to be a quarterback. So he played up there for six years and set all sorts of records, and that enabled him in 1984 to come back and have three leagues bidding on him and 12 teams and signing the biggest overall contract. Um, and he then went on, after six years in Canada, to play 17 in the NFL. Some of great ones with uh, Houston and Minnesota and Seattle. And uh, then I had the great honor of um, him asking me to be, give his induction speech at the Hall of Fame. And he became the first African-American quarterback in the modern era to be voted in the Hall of Fame. And I said at that time, he won't be the last. And now we have the highest price, most successful MVP types, uh, who are black quarterbacks. Um, and, and, um, but, but here's the thing. People today don't study history. In other words, if you ask them why there's free agency in baseball, I don't know that they can tell you the Kirk Flood fought this great battle, yeah. right? Or Spencer Haywood fought a big battle, um, mm -hmm. you know, to come out of school. Or there's just no sense of memory as we're seeing on college campuses today. And so I think that that's the deal. But Warren has been a successful role model. He set up a Crescent Moon Foundation that sends hundreds of kids to college on his scholarship. So he's out there still doing good. Yeah, it's funny. I I was about to say Kurt Flood, and I love when Garrett Cole was introduced his press conference here at Yankee Stadium. He made sure to mention Kurt Flood, and Kurt Flood is someone that I learned about. I think, yeah, you're 100% correct, especially with now the Internet and how many new things take our attention right away and how the news cycle now, it's there's something trending, something viral. Uh, not enough people are going back into the books or even Google to learn about things, and uh, I thank you for sharing some of that about Warren Moon. It's something that you know young people listening need needed to hear, and I know there's some uh, you know people that watched Warren Moon play that are like, yeah, we we remember. Right, Lee. Thank you for the time tonight. I'll let you enjoy the rest of your Friday. You were great. I just followed you on Instagram and Twitter. Keep doing your thing. Uh, we appreciate you joining us on WFAN in New York. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.